0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 389 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, Kentucky Performance Products, Uncle Jimmy's Brand Products, and Horseware. Tonight, we are highlighting the USDF Finals with Alma Garcia, an amateur rider and commercial director, and her coach, Button Baker from California.
2: This is Reese Coffler-Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky.
1: And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hey, Reese, we're on our own, but I, uh, know. I think we got a lot to discuss we because you're it. right in the middle of these U.S. finals, aren't you?
2: Yes, everyone is coming into town, and uh, which has been great fun. You'll hear from my new fr- friend, Elmar Garcia. She's been here at the farm all week and just kind of getting ready for finals. Um, it's our last also kind of local horse show of the year, so a bunch of my students are are doing that. And, uh, and Hello is going. Uh, we're getting ready for that so uh that should be a lot of fun and it got a little chilly it's been beautiful here and uh, but i don't think any rain's forecasted for the rest of the week so we'll take it
1: and here in uh here in canada in toronto actually is a royal agricultural winter fair i'm not sure if a lot of people have heard about it but um they highlight um well agriculture in general but there's a giant a really big horse show and there's Uh, horse show for a lot of industries Uh, the jumpers have a big international competition Uh, the hunters have the you know sort of the culmination of the year for the hunters up here Uh, so they're showing it's a big indoor show it's our only Mm -hmm. indoor show i wanted to make you kind of think about that for a second but it's kind of cool um and then there's a dressage uh grand prix class and uh, heavy horses, carrot—you know—the real traditional carriage horses. I mean, so there's a little bit of everything going on uh, at this uh, this big show. Um, you know, you get, its in the city, so there's a lot of you know people from the city who visit the show and get exposure to not only horses, but um, there's there's a cattle auction and, and demonstrations of cattle, sheep, pigs. You know, um, they have uh, the—it's like a fair, right? So they have yeah, the giant, the, the biggest pumpkin. It's like the biggest pumpkin thing, what? the tallest, no. uh, the tallest um, corn that was grown. You know, so it's it's wow. sort of uh, a poultry show. You know, they they get all these chickens. I I don't know much about all that part, but <laughs> you know the horse part, and I, um, we really enjoy going. There's it's like a trade fair as well, so that all the tax stores go and and you can do a ton of shopping, and uh, it's really it's really a fun event. Oh, that's
2: So that's awesome. going on up here. I know I've always wanted to go, but it always is the same weekend as the national finals. So (laughs) it doesn't work. Um, but I think
1: ours started over a hundred years ago, or you know, something like 150 s- years ago. So, yeah, you guys just jumped all over that weekend. We did, we
2: did. We, we jumped all <laughs> over that weekend. But um, no, it's fun to have it. Fun to have it here. And uh, actually, we're heading over to the horse show tomorrow. That's the one thing that's nice about being so close. Is uh, but once you go to the horse show, you're at the horse show. So he has to stay. So we're going to go oh, over okay. tomorrow. He's, and, moving, he's um, moving in. He's moving in, but I, I think tomorrow we're going to ride at home. Uh, I, I have both my classes on Sunday, which will be a little bit of a challenge uh, to do. So it's kind of the way the organization fell and not a great thing, but it is what it is. And uh, there's no complaining at this point. So he's going to have to rest up. So, But tomorrow or Saturday morning, schooling's from 6 to 7.30 a.m. So that'll be an early one. May need a nap, um, but then we'll school tomorrow or Saturday. Tomorrow, I'll school at home, and then uh, I'll take him over, and we'll go hang out at the horse park a little bit, get some sleep on Friday night, and then early, early Saturday morning, and then get ready for Sunday. So should be a lot of fun. So looking forward to it.
1: All right. Well, i got to say good luck, and uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be cheering you on
2: oh i love it uh we love hello loves all the support he gets lots of good support so i love it so super happy so uh but i think we have a great show tonight talking like i said to our new friends uh but it's cool they came all the way from california so uh you know it's a a really big deal when you fly horses across the country to come to a finals so uh i think you'll really enjoy after this break from kentucky performance products uh we are having an interview with elmer garcia
3: He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall, to the last time she patted him goodbye. He was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you, matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974. Or visit kppusa.com to order today.
2: Well, tonight I am so happy to have our new friend, Elmer Garcia, on the line. Elma, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Well, you are, you've been our guest here at Maple Crest Farm. You are a wonderful lady and you have a great horse. And you are an FEI rider and also a really famous producer of TV commercials, right?
4: Well, yes, I'm a, I'm a director. I'm a director, director. of television commercials. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. I always get the labels wrong too.
4: Producers, <laughs> directors, exactly. But yeah, oh. we have a production company called Alma Garcia Films and we do tele- national television commercials for clients, mostly out of, uh, out of uh, the agencies are all in New York based. So I've been doing it for over
2: 20 years. That is so cool. Can you tell us some of the commercials you've done that we would know?
4: Uh, well, we have a pharmaceutical uh, uh, commercial that just that's just launched about, uh, about two weeks ago during the World Series for uh, 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 called Hepatitis C, and it's for uh, it's a hep-, hep C awareness commercial. And you'll see people walking through forests, and we ended up shooting in Poland and in the the giant redwoods in Northern California. So it turned out to be a very very pretty and, and very evocative commercial. So I'm very proud of that one. That is so. But we've cool. done stuff for. We've done in the course of my career. I've worked for clients from American Express to oh golly Chevy trucks to uh, uh, you know Northwest Airlines to Nike to Coca Cola. I mean, pretty much uh, all blue chip type of clients. So yeah, all the, very, all the all the big career. companies,
1: right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, uh,
4: all the big boys and big girls.
1: <laughs> so how how much travel is involved in that? Um, you know, like you said, you were shooting um, in Poland and
4: yeah, uh, well, we just had our region seven, uh, championships, what, at the end of September and all of August, I was on a shoot in Poland. I was on, on location and, um, I live between Sun Valley, Idaho, Haley, Idaho and, uh, thermal California. So that's the Southern, that's our winter home. And my show season goes from January through end of April. And then we go back up to Idaho and I don't show, I, I just train for the summers. And, and, uh, um, and so the month of August, I was on location in, in, um, in Poland. And then at the end of, um, end of August, uh, went to Epona, uh, to button and, to start getting her a little, you know, tuned up. And then for the month of September until the championships, I flew back and forth for three days. Um, road two. my, I have two other horses. I have a, a a baby horse. It's five and a schoolmaster mare. And so I would ride them at home up in Idaho. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I would fly to LA and train with button and get on Vanessa and got my riding legs back. (laughs) (laughs) So we went to the, we went to the championships. I hadn't been in the arena since the end of April. So anyway uh, it's, it's all good. It's all fun. And I I love what I do. Uh, I, I, feel very blessed that I have two great passions. One is filming and photography and the other one is horses. And I always make jokes to my husband, which is, you know, with one, with one passion, I make money and the other passion, I spend it on my horses.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you, that's why I love you. I'm like, uh-huh, you're so me.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 but I'm blessed because I, I love both. I love both uh, equally. And, uh, I'm probably a more gifted, uh, filmmaker, but, uh, I'm a good little writer too. And I,
2: I don't know, girl, you're pretty good. I've been watching you all week. You're a pretty good writer. <laughs> and, and, so it, do, you a, do you have a, do
1: you have a separate trainer up North with you that you, that you're training no, with? No, all right, no.
4: Um, I mean, I, I mean, to be honest, it's like uh, button. I fly button up, uh, like maybe three times during the summer. and um and so that's what i do and then we videotape and then i send her you know video clips and i'll send her i'll ask her like button i don't understand how to do this part or or she'll go why are you doing her like this you need to be you know get her under you you know and so um and so anyway that's what i do and then uh during the the winter season that's really when i try uh and spend more time with button either i you know trailer in to for three days and then come home Um, and back to my farm and I have a beautiful facility, um, in Palm in, uh, in thermal next to the hits showgrounds. And I also enjoy, um, I really enjoy riding on my own too. I mean, I love working with trainers. I mean, I love working with button. I mean, she's been fantastic for me. Um, but she also is somebody, she's a trainer who's really trying to teach me how to be a trainer. Not that I would ever train anybody else, but to train my horse. And um and she's not into just, you know, sitting in my ear and saying, do this, do this, do this, do this. I mean, you know, she they do that with, at the horse shows with me, but it's not how she likes to coach me. And um, so she's trying really hard for me to understand how to train my horses and how to, you know, make things better. And so that's what I love to do. I go work with her for three days and I'll go home and then maybe two weeks later I go back back to Yapona or she'll come out on the weekend and I'll uh, I'll, uh, you know, we'll work in the morning. And then uh, one thing that we both have in common is we have a passion for golf. And so in the afternoons, we go play golf or, or you know, we'll play nine holes or 18 holes. And, and so it, we keep it fun. And, um, I think that's the important part of this whole horse journey. It's, it, it's really about having fun and joy and, you know, that, that's what it is for me anyway.
2: And and it's true you 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 do you show that when you ride. So tell us about Miss Vanessa because she's your partner, oh other partner in crime of the of the three girls. She's the other oh, one.
4: She is uh, she's a beautiful redhead. Uh, she's got a white uh, a white blaze, and um, she is uh, a Weltmeyer uh, Donovan. And I bought her from Rivergrove Farms uh, in Haley, which uh, with Debbie and stuff. And they had originally bought her at the Aachen Aachen. I mean the uh, the Hanoverian auction and she came to the United States, I think as a five or a six year old and um, Debbie finished the Olympics, uh, the Hong Kong Olympics. And Vanessa was supposed to be her horse, but honestly, and Vanessa was never ever going to be her horse because she's a little tough in the connection. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and uh, so anyway, um, Adrian Lyle uh, who was Debbie's assistant at the time uh, said, you know, why don't you get on her? She's, she's phenomenal. And I literally took three steps and I had a huge smile on my face. And my husband goes, that's your horse. And I'm like, yep. so I've taken Vanessa, uh, from third level and now we're at, um, Precinct George I1. And so yeah. I just love this mare. She's such a cool mare. Uh, we trail ride two times a week up in Idaho and she loves her pasture time. So she gets treated like a real horse and she's just a real cool mare. Um, you know, and, I, I mean, I'm, I'm crazy for her. I love her. So it's <laughs> fun, you know. In, in, and in April, um, at our last show of the season, we did our first CBI adult amateur class. And we did well, you know, we did well, and, and we won. and uh, But it was just a great, great feeling to, uh, you know, you can start to feel it was starting to, get up, to go up the levels in a proper way. And that's what, what Button was talking to you guys about in terms of, like, go back, you know, Let's re, re, regroup here and let's make sure the fundamentals are all correct. And that's where Button um, Baker has really helped me, you know, really get back in doing it more classically and really trying to understand what my horse needs how what kind of support she needs.
2: Oh, it's fantastic. So tell us about your journey here to Kentucky. What made you decide, hey, I want to come to Kentucky, and how did it go today? Kind of the whole spiel yeah. on, on the finals.
4: Yeah. Um, well, at the beginning of the last, I, I'm very, I'm goal-oriented. And so at the beginning of, uh, at the end of last year, I said to button, I was really starting to really get excited about the progress we were making so quickly. And, um, I said, the button, I said, you know, button, if we do well at the championships, um, I think we should go to Kentucky. I think that would be, I mean, I've been wanting to go every year I've qualified, but you know, I want to go where, you know, I've won the class and then I get to go. And, um, and so anyway, that's what happened. Uh, we ended up uh, going to the champ, you know, going to our Lincoln championship and I did not win the USDF class, um, uh, but I won the horse of the year class. Uh, so I kind of felt like, ah, okay, that was close enough. It was a different yeah. day, but at
3: least we had a,
4: we had a, very, we had a very good score. And on that following Monday, my husband and I were traveling and we got the, the official invite from uh, USDF and I looked at my husband. I said, we got to go. <laughs> I got to uh, go. This yes. is it. This is our time. You know, I'm, uh, and I'm 57 years old and Vanessa's uh, 13 and you know what, this is it. This is the time to be doing this. stuff. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh, we, we flew her and, um, uh, we laid over at your barn, which was fantastic and the fact that she'd gotten a pasture and eat green, you know, Kentucky bluegrass was pretty exciting <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just been a whole wonderful journey and, and, you know, very proud. I mean, I don't care what happens tomorrow. Tomorrow's our big uh, I-1 class. Uh, I'm going to go in there and try our best. We had a good warm-up class today and we came in second. And we were, I think, um, four-tenths of a point out of, second, out of first place. And awesome. um, and it was one big uh, major boo-boo in my twos. So, you know what? It doesn't matter. Um, tomorrow's a new day and, and we're going to go give it our best shot. We get to ride indoor, which is always exciting. <laughs> and, then, um, and Akiko is here, and she's my partner in the uh, the, uh, the uh, that the syndicate with Adrian Lyle uh, and Salvino, and so she's here, and we're 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 buddies, and uh, so that's fun. So we get to cheer each other on, and and uh, so it's just so fun. I mean, the whole thing, the organization, fantastic. I mean, the show office, unbelievable. And, um, and the slide out here with, um, uh, Tex Sutton was fantastic. And all the people who haul horses back and forth. I mean, everything has just been really, really super. I'm I'm so impressed.
2: Oh, we're so glad. We're so glad to have you and we wish you best of luck for tomorrow. Go get them girl. Sure. And we'll stay in <laughs> touch. And I, uh, thank you for coming on the show and telling us about your journey. It's so fun to have you. So our next is a horse wear tip. I hope you enjoy.
0: This winter grooming tip is brought to you by Horsewear Blankets. Joining us are two of the top grooms in the country of Enter Philip Dutton's groom, Emma Ford, and Cat Hill from World Class Grooming. Well, our Horsewear Winter Grooming tip is with Cat, and we're talking this week about blanketing the clipped horse. And none of us are ever sure what weight to put on, how, you know, it's too much, too little, especially with the clipped horses. It's, it just seems to be more, you fret about it more.
5: Absolutely. I think it's easy to to project your own temperature on your horse. If you're cold, you throw a blanket on them. If you're hot, you take one off. And um, every horse has their own personality when it comes to clothing. I have two Irish horses in the barn. One of them hates clothes and would be naked unless it's an absolute blizzard out. If he had his druthers and my other one wants every blanket in the barn on him at all times, he needs to be starting blanketing at 60 degrees. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, So knowing them intimately will help you. One of the big things I tell people is to put their hand on their horse where they're not covered by the blanket. Lots of people put their hand under the blanket to feel how they feel. And most of the time that's going to feel warm. Just like if you were to put your hand under your sweater, that would feel warm, but your hands might be freezing. Um, so I always check ears, faces, legs, and then try a the blanket to adjust that to more of a moderate temperature rather than just underneath their rug. Um, Rambo has some amazing quality uh, turnouts. They've got the Supreme, which is a really heavy one with the neck that keeps them super toasty warm. They have their Vera layer system, which helps um, thermoregulate, similar to how their own hair works, and that comes in many different weights. They've got their Wug, which is a half neck. Think of like a turtleneck. Um, So if you've got a horse who's partially clipped, the Wug just gives a little bit more um, protection from wind kind of sliding down their shoulders and making them chilly. Um, they also have a really neat one that's called their Lights. Their California or Florida weight it's 100 grams. And that's great for people who are down south and need and have a clipped horse and they need a little bit of something, but maybe not quite as heavy as a, a mid-weight. Um, I also do recommend, if you've got a horse who has their neck clipped, they really need to wear a neck. Uh, their necks are one of their biggest areas for cooling. That's why we clip it, because it keeps them cooler. And if that's exposed to wind, they have a really hard time staying warm. So I always try to at least have a top layer that has a neck covering so that they've got that wind break on their neck. Um, The other big thing I like to talk about is to make sure you're clipping based on what you do with your horse, not how much you want to look at your horse. Um, We all would love to give a show clip to our horse and clip them from their coronary bands to the tips of their ears, but in reality, that's not necessarily best for the horse. I always do the minimal clip possible, if so I'm doing a trace clip, I'll do the lowest trace clip I can and then work my way up until I know exactly where they need to be to be comfortable. Um, in fact, even my lesson horses, I tend to just do what's called a chase clip where I clip from in between their front legs to underneath their chin and just give them a little cooling strip. Uh, since a lot of our horses up here go, still go out, they need to have that protection from the elements of their own hair in combination with um, some wonderful blankets.
0: And, of course, Christmas is coming, and what would be better than the book World Class Grooming for anybody that's a horsey person in your life? And, and we know the author she's on right now. So where can people find the book?
5: You can find us uh, wherever equestrian books are sold, um, as well as our website. Horse- that's not right. As well as our website, worldclassgrooming.com. We also do clinics and, edu- and barn education. You can find out more information about that at worldclassrooming.com. and You can find us on Facebook and Instagram with World Class Rooming.
0: This tip was brought to you by Horseware. Have you ever wanted to own your own Rambo? Well, here's your chance. From October 3rd to November 23rd, receive $50 off any Rambo turnout blanket, including the Rambo Duo, the Optimo, the Original, the Supreme, and all the others in the Rambo turnout line. All you have to do is trade in your old turnout from any brand for a horse in need. Simply visit horseware.com slash trade for more information and fill out the form for the voucher you will need to get your $50 off. The complete list of retailers is at horseware.com slash trade as well. Open to U.S. and Canadian residents only. Go to horsewear.com slash trade today and replace that blanket with all the holes for one of the best blankets on the market, the Rambo Turnout Line.
6: And licky things help combat
4: stall boredom by providing your horse entertainment in the stall while at the same time providing them with much needed minerals and nutrients not found in other treats. Uncle Jimmy's has training treats covered too with Uncle Jimmy's Squeezy Buns. Every deliciously soft, squishy treat is individually wrapped for freshness so your pockets won't get gummed up. Ask for Uncle Jimmy's Hangin' Balls, Licky Things, and Squeezy Buns at your local tack and feed supplier.
3: Or you can go online to uncle-jimmys.com.
2: Well, for today's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week, I am so happy to have Button Baker. She is the manager of Apona Farm in Ventura, California, and an FEI rider and trainer. Button, welcome to the show. Thank you. This is fun. <laughs> we're so happy to have you. And I uh, I put you on the spot yesterday when you got here to Kentucky uh, to Coach Alma. I said, oh, Button, we're recording the radio show. Will you come on? And you were so gracious. So we're so happy to have you. It's nice to do it. <laughs> so well, we were how talking. Can, about, how can I help? <laughs> well, let's get talking about uh, what we were talking about right before we came on air, which was basically um, how uh, you know, riders in this country, how they feel like they have to go up a level every year. So if you could just expand yes. on that. I, I think that's been my biggest,
6: if you call it a peeve, but it's not because I love teaching the amateurs. I love educating them, and bringing them on. But my thing is I've watched them through the years as I've been here since 1975. Um, when they do first level, then they think they need to move up to second level the next year, you know, and so on and so on. So we're getting riders who don't understand what they're really doing and just thinking tricks. And they're going on to these levels that are really not suited to yet. And the thing is, there's no harm in doing first level one or two years or second level two years. It's, it's the education that matters and it's, can you ride a decent test? You know, and I don't, I think they don't give themselves enough credit. They think they almost like put themselves down because they don't move up, you know, and that's the wrong thinking as far as I'm
1: concerned.
2: No, I you know I, I,
6: what I'm, I'm saying. Like,
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we can, I, we I'm can definitely they agree on feel that.
6: Proud. Yeah. I think they should feel proud if they can do a fabulous training level and come out with a, mid 60 to 70%, you know, and you look at those things and can you be consistent and then you go move up a level. And then if you can do that level at a certain percentage and feel really proud of the test, you know, instead of just assuming because you did the test, you have to move up, you know, and that was, that was something that was a little hard on me as, as a European trained person to watch this go on, you know, I, when I did have the training business, and it was, um, you know, it, I had to really educate my riders, just saying, it doesn't matter if you stay down there, you know, look what you're learning. So,
2: right, you know, and that's I think, my thought. And I think too, you know, it, it sometimes, you know, maybe training in first level, you can do that, you know, one two, you can do that quickly, or you know, one exactly. a year, exactly, exactly. Then you hit second level. and there you go. Yeah.
1: I think think there's a big (laughs) hurdle in that second level spot, Mm -hmm. right? That's a huge
6: huge jump. Yeah.
1: So I mean, how would you recommend to riders to, you know, who aren't ready to do second level and instead of going and and getting, you know, mid to low fifties, you know, how, how would you approach, you know, riding a second year at first level? Because I think this is this is a troubling spot because you can do actually quite well right. at first level and maybe even score into right. the 70s but but not be ready for second level for a couple of years. So Absolutely. so what do you do in that in between phase?
6: I think I think what's important is that just you know you're doing well at first level but you should be training second level. So you're already putting your shoulder in and your your movements in that you have to do at second level and you have to become comfortable with them. You know, the, the, to, and and to me that's very important that you can glide into the movements and the, you know, Reese, if you're a trainer, you understand what I'm saying in that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but if it's if it becomes a, a problem for you to be able to stay in a shoulder in or do the small circle or do the what you know, I don't even know the tests these days. Quite frankly, I I was watching one the other day and I went, what is that test?
4: <laughs> I <have no> idea. <laughs> that's never a good sign. but yeah.
3: No, we
2: won't talk long. about who is in the ring.
6: <laughs> right. Exactly. There we go. um Yeah. No, I think it's important that the person that's riding You know, the other thing is, I see the let's say real amateurs starting out, and they're all sitting these bumpy trots and things, and you know they when you're training an amateur, it's okay to say post the trot and then sit when you can, because that's another big thing for me is that once you move to that second level, if you can't sit a trot, as you well know, then Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it just can't come as a nice test. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it doesn't work. And I, I,
6: no, and I think with with amateurs, they they think even when they're at training and first off, they have to sit the trot. They have to sit the trot, you know, when they're schooling. Well, you don't because then the horse doesn't become comfortable and doesn't come over the back. And I mean that we could go on for this for hours.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> it's so Well, it's so true, and I think that there's, there's nothing about, you know, if you're not doing well at a level, or you're maybe getting upper 50s, low 60s on a consistent basis, I think that is the time to really say, whoa, whoa, we need to step back, we need to train. We need to look at what's right. going on and then come back right. maybe at the end of the season or the beginning of next season. And and there is nothing wrong with that. And I think it's smart.
6: Exactly. To do that. and the th- that's the biggest thing for me. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't, it shouldn't put you down. It shouldn't make you feel any less of a rider that you already are. That's the thing too. Yeah. You know, and that's—it's sad when you see these amateurs. And oh, you know, but but if I don't move up, I'm not I'm not learning. No, that's not the right attitude. You know, and and you have to try to explain it. that's that's not
3: true. Well, yeah, I think, I think that, that,
1: that yeah, another good point is that you know when we're riding our dressage tests, we're always riding against the score, and no matter what your score is, it's not a hundred percent. There's always things exactly. you can improve. Yeah. and there's always, you know, that things true. that a horse does really well and things where the rider has to pick up the slack a little bit to help the horse to learn, you know, how to do things. Right. I know that with with my own students and clients, I say, OK, well, that was, a you know, you know, for the judge, that was a 72, but I didn't like the halt. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Or if I'm preparing a rider, you know, I've had some riders come out and do some really super tests in the beginning of the year. And then they say, well, I want to jump up to the next level, but you haven't done the homework of the next level. You know, we always use the winter here to do the homework of the next level. So I say, well, maybe let's take a step back and let's say, let's try and ride that first level test with a little bit of impetus towards the second level. So instead of just doing a lengthening trot, I want to see, you know, a a more, you know, in, in quotations here, extended trot, you know, something that you would show. Right you right. I mean, there's still moments exactly. to do that. Okay. You're doing a halt and maybe in first level, it's okay to do a walk step or two walk steps into your halt, but let's see it like a second level halt. I want to see you nail that halt from the trot, no walk steps, you know, no walk steps in, no walk steps out. And and sort of start to start to ride the you know you're only going to get even better scores at first level right I mean there's always places Absolutely. to pick up points it's and so ways funny. to think we were about working it.
6: working on that. I'm laughing at Alma <laughs> because that's exactly what we were working on. No, you can't take a walk step. No, to yeah, walk.
1: you can't. Right. Yeah, I mean, all you you want, want those high scores. <laughs> <laughs> there's always it's ways so to to, to improve and to and to improve you know uh, your 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 basic tests as well.
2: Absolutely. And I think you, Absolutely. you both have touched on this and, and that is, you know, there is a time to train. And I think that, that people have to remember that, you know, there is now we can show year round, uh, but near in California, I bet you guys show year round here. We can show here yes. and then we're all going to Florida in a couple of weeks and we can show literally every week. And, uh, you know, I think with, with the availability of all the shows, it's great, But like Philip in Canada, you guys don't have any shows in the middle of winter. So you're forced to train. I
1: love it. Why we just train. That's my favorite thing. Right. You know, all the shows and and all that that stress is not that much fun.
6: Exactly. I mean, it's kind of interesting because I watch, um, you know, I went early on in Florida and then you you go back and you see them at the end and you see what horses were able to keep up their training. Yes. In the shows. That's, yes. you know, and, and for me, that's like, okay, let's see the, which ones are really trained and give them the time to really understand it instead of just going down center line, you know, in, and we see that in California all the time, you know, they go down the first time and it's like a, almost like a a fluke, you know, and they come yeah. out with this high school, oh, well, good, I'm ready. Was awesome. <laughs> they go yeah. down the second time uh, and it's like, boom. You know, it's
2: a reality check. Yes. Yeah, you it has do to be so. consistent. You better do your homework, like you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's a real time to do that. And, and you know, going in, I think you have to look, if you are in a, in a position, which is awesome to show you around, you still have to figure out, you know, a good couple months in there where you're not really showing and you can work on the next level or even... You know, obviously at Grand Prix or the upper levels, uh, there's lots of little details that need to be fixed in the interim too. So
0: I think that's
2: absolutely. I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Good.
2: Well, well, Button. Thank you so much for coming on. You've been such a great sport, and I wish your trip to Kentucky (laughs) to the U.S. Finals. Actually, real quick, this is kind of on the spot, but how are you feeling? The finals are going. This is your first time here, right? Yeah, I
6: love it. I think. I mean, it's so (laughs)
2: well organized.
6: Good. Such, such good care of us all. They're lovely people. I mean, they couldn't be more friendly. So awesome. I think everything is going well, and Alma's showing beautifully. So of I, I love happy. it. Yeah, you're happy. <laughs> exactly.
2: Well, this is your first trip to the U.S. finals so it's good to good to hear. We're we're yes. glad everyone's enjoying, and the weather so far has not been terrible. So that's good.
6: That oh, I helpful. love it.
2: I think it's perfect. Yeah. Great. Well, Button, thank you so yeah. much, and have a great rest of your you're weekend welcome. here in Kentucky.
0: This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com.
2: We're going to talk about the new girth that uh, Justin has. And Phil and I have both tried this girth and it's fantastic. So Phil, take it away.
1: I've had it. It's called uh, for quite a bit. It's called the Stretch Tech Shoulder Relief Girth. It has all the same awesome qualities and features of the shoulder relief girth. Only that this one has a triangular elastic center that, um, that allows the horse's chest to expand and, uh, it makes a softer contact with the horse's sternum. So it's, it's taken all the qualities of that nice shoulder relief girth and enhanced them even further and, uh, made an awesome girth to allow your horse to breathe a little better. Um, it fits awesome, it, you know, it allows the, sh- the shoulder Freedom that we've talked about puts your saddle in the exact right place where you want it to stay. I like to test things out to see if they, you know, Uh stand up to the rigorous training schedule, work schedule of of the horses that we have, and I've used it almost every day, and it's it's been a a really great girth. I think it's even better than the shoulder relief girth because it's got it's got more liners. You can you have options. You know what you want Uh to be on against the horse. So I have the the leather one. And what I've really been liking is the the neoprene liner, which is easy. You can take it off, hose it down or put it in the wash or whatever. And it's been extremely durable and it fit forms to the horse.
2: Well, Phil, we've got a special shout out this week to our good friend of the show. Jody Kelly is getting married uh, to Josh um, and we're super excited for them. They're gonna have a great ceremony, and I'm I'm sorry I can't be there. Uh, but I, I know Jody uh, of all the people that understand the national finals, she does. And but I really wanted to give her a shout out and thank her for all her. Um, she's always great about coming on the show, and and I know they're gonna have. Maybe a
1: great- she didn't want her crazy Kentucky friend coming to her wedding, and she did it on purpose. Yeah you,
2: know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we wish them. Uh, we well, wish them a wonderful day. Congratulations I hope they a, for, they a, for sure.
1: Have a wonderful day this weekend. That sounds awesome.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, well, before we then, wrap it
1: up, we have yeah. to talk about Radiothon, right?
2: Radiothon. Super <laughs> excited. This is our first Radiothon, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I mean we we cannot confirm our our guests yet, but they're going to be good.
2: Pretty close. They're good. Don't worry, everybody. Good we are up. representing this year.
1: Yeah, and there were some great prizes announced, dressage prizes. You know, Total Saddlefit, one of our awesomest sponsors, has sponsored a awesome. girth, you know, like all kinds of great things to be listening in and and prizes to be won. And um, Glenn and Jen are just crazy excited and they're crazy busy getting ready for it. That's, you know, part yep. of the reason they're not doing our show with us today because uh, there's a lot of work that goes into this radiothon thing. So, um, yeah, all the hosts are really excited. We're really happy to be doing our own very own hour of, of uh of the show. I think it's noon till one Eastern time, yeah.
2: Um <laughs> I thought it was one to two. We'll confirm that next time, guys. I I, I have it written down somewhere, uh, but yes, we have. It's 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 in the lunchtime hour, so you can well, enjoy. Well, you just
1: listen all day, you don't have to yeah, worry about. Yeah, if you listen it, all day, you to, won't have, have to worry, and
2: you will hear us. We will come <laughs> on and be, uh, be your be your fun. So we're looking forward to it, and uh, yeah. So, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website at Dressage Radio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is Maplecrest KY.com, and my email is Reese at Horse Radio Network.com.
1: The- best way to find me is on Facebook and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a great show and don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com.
2: Everybody keep your heels down and your shoulders back and we'll talk to you next week.